You're listening to Likely Story on Sunrise Robot. Find out how you can support us at sunriserobot.net slash support. We are back from a completely unwanted uh, break. This is episode 21, and I'm your host, Shelby. And I'm your other host, Polly. All right. Yeah. Should we just get into this? Sure. <laughs> um, well, first, I just wanted to say thank you to all of our friends and listeners and supporters. Uh, many of you know that my father-in-law, Bruce Edwards, um, passed away very suddenly on October 28th. Uh, he was the host of some pulp on Sunrise Robot, so... Go check out his words of wisdom on nostalgia and culture and movies and music and everything else that he talked about. Um, but we missed an episode, and quite frankly, that was the right call. I Sorry, so. you're just not as important. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I didn't um, even bring it up. <laughs> yeah. So Mike and I um, were able to spend time with um, family in Ohio, and um, so we're just kind of here grieving doing our thing every day, but it's nice to be back podcasting and hanging out with Polly. Yay! <laughs> so <laughs> I am glad to be back and we can talk about ridiculous TV shows and there was an insane amount of binge watching when I got back into town <laughs> to catch up. Um, but one thing I did uh, want to share, I have two, one serious thing and then one kind of funny story. Okay. So the serious thing is basically the grief and loss is really weird. Yeah. And it's really hard. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that we do a very good job. I don't know if it's like our country as a whole or our culture communities like do a very good job about dealing with it or talking about it. Yeah. So that's my one thing. Um, <laughs> there is this uh, uh, pastor uh, that Mike and I um, – used to listen to his podcasts and have read some of his books. His name is Rob Bell. And um, he has a podcast that he recorded uh, actually like really recently um, on October October uh, 18th Whoa. Um, that was on grief. And there is this uh, – let me see his name. His name is David Kessler, and he's like an international expert on – grief and dying what a thing to decide to become an right? expert in. <laughs> it's very bizarre and actually so this podcast um the episode with him is it's like maybe 40 minutes i'll have a link to it in the show notes but you can also just google rob bell um podcast on grief and it'll come up <laughs> um but david kessler tells a story in the beginning that explains how he got into this and it was okay. kind of like happenstance and things that happened in his childhood um, but it was just a really good, it's a really good episode. It was really helpful kind of frame for me to think about. Um, so if anyone else is experiencing similar, um, one, I'm sorry to hug your family and three, listen to this podcast, <laughs> um, but not while you're driving. That makes sense. So, um, we keep, we've kind of had this running joke, um, with Mike's family that like, you're you're totally fine and you kind of sway in between like denial and being a wreck and it's those moments when you're alone that yeah. things go to shit yeah and so like we would all we were all together in one house in ohio and like one of us would come out of like going to the bathroom 
And we'd just be like, well, whose turn is it next? To completely <laughs> sob for 20 minutes alone in the bathroom. <laughs> and like we were joking about like, should we go in together? <laughs> like, <laughs> So basically going to the bathroom, driving, yeah. all things that like you are suddenly it's quiet and still and those are the worst a friend times. of mine um recently lost his father as well um and he came back to work really quickly and like kind of seemed okay and it, for me and that's not how i grieve at all yeah. it's like not how i can process things um and uh i had lost my uncle actually the day before he right. lost his father yeah um, just about a month ago huh? yeah um and I was having a hard time at work and he took me for ice cream and just said, listen, like if you need more time, take more time. Don't yeah. judge it based on the fact that I'm back. And he was like, when I drive and listen to music, I sob. He was like, yeah. those are the times that I <laughs> like, that's when it comes out. Yeah. 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 He's like, I'm able to like compartmentalize and like be back at work. He was like, but if that's not how you do yeah. this, then you shouldn't have to do this that way. Yeah. I think that's ever, I think one, everyone deals with grief, loss, hard life situations. Everyone deals with that differently. Yeah. And I think um, the one thing I really liked about the podcast was like his main lesson was that like grief is a judgment free zone. Yeah. Because someone looks okay doesn't mean they are. Because mm -hmm. someone's having a hard time doesn't mean that in every element of their life they're like struggling. Just, yeah. It's not a no, no, a judgment free zone, which I really liked. So. It's a really good podcast. Um, the other kind of funny story is just like the element of like us not being able to think or process stuff. Yeah. And so like, I mean, I had to, I don't know if this was appropriate or not, <laughs> but I guess it doesn't matter, right? You can do whatever you want. You can do whatever you want. Um, so when I got back to work, we were out for about a week and a half and then I got back to work and like that morning several people from work had come and like given me hugs and like asked me how I was doing. And it was really sweet. And I have like the best workplace that just yeah. takes care of you. Um, but I had to email everyone and be like, that's it. No more <laughs> hugs. Like, yeah, don't ask how I'm doing. I can't handle it. Like I'm going to lose it, yeah. you know? But I also had to say like, my brain isn't processing like it normally does. I'm not thinking as fast as I normally, normally do. do. Yeah. Like I have to write everything down because I just like I space out and forget what people are talking about. Like yeah. my notes for today are a little bit more extensive <laughs> because I could be like, oh, I've been talking for 30 seconds. I have no idea where this was going. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so that's kind of like where we've been at. And Mike and I just had a like kind of broke down in like a fit of giggles the other day <laughs> because um for for this is so also sort of embarrassing but for weeks our shower hasn't been draining well oh and i mean like admittedly i have very long hair and a lot I, of it yeah john will complain about the clumps of hair <laughs> at the bottom of and the it's, drain it's gross but anyone who has lived with me or other women or men with long hair know that this is a fact of life yes and i clean it out and i do what i can whatever it was like beyond what we could do i can't even tell you how much money i've spent on drano <laughs> yes. and like the special drano that has like the plastic snake tool oh, ew, and ew, i have like <laughs> i have gotten in there and i have cleaned this freaking drain out like extensively yes and it still wasn't draining and so like finally earlier this week we were like we have tried everything and i can't handle this anymore and i don't know what to do and so we put in a service request at our apartment mm -hmm. and the guy came over and it was um earlier this week mike was working from home 
So, like, the plumber gets here, and he, like, goes in the bathroom, and he, like, does one thing, and he comes out, and he's just like, uh, sir? Uh, you know that little switch at the bottom? That's to, like, open and close the the vent or whatever, like, the pipe so that you can have a bath or a shower. Um, so apparently in all of the, this time, neither of us thought to like check that thing, which has just basically been three fourths of the way closed for months. So, uh, yeah, like that's just like, that would have been a logical thing to check. And luckily, like we don't have to pay for the maintenance guy to come out. And like Mike just texted me and was like, uh, can you talk for a second? We're idiots. Like that's what my text message said. And so I'm like at work and I call him and I'm like, yeah, what's going on? Like, did the plumber come? Like what happened? And he like told me the whole story and I was like, well, gotta go. Bye. (laughs) I don't want to talk about this anymore. But you have a really clean drain. Oh my gosh. It's so clean. (laughs) It's so amazing. And your hair is shorter now. My hair is shorter. (laughs) We will have to take a photo for everyone. I can't believe you brought this up. I Um, had to. Polly and I, we haven't seen each other for weeks. Yes. Probably like three weeks. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So I knew that you got your hair cut while I was gone. Mm Mm-hmm. And then I just got back and got my hair cut. And do you want to explain what happened when you walked into my house tonight? I said, wow, Shelby, I really like your hair. It looks identical to my hair. Um, we have the same exact haircut. <laughs> the same exact haircut. And Shelby's like, oh, well, yours is a little longer. No. 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 Which is like, I feel like your length has been that way, but like I probably had five or six inches cut off to basically get your haircut. (laughs) So, yep. Yep. That's a thing that happens when you podcast for too long with one person. (laughs) Apparently. You start cutting your hair the same way. Oh, Christ. Okay. Let's just talk about some TV shows. Let's do it. Oh, my goodness. So, uh, I know last time we talked... You said that you would quit all of them. <laughs> I did. I really did. Have you regained any of them? Or what, okay. what have you permanently quit? Like, what have you truly said? Yes. I am not going to try to catch up on this. Yeah. Still basically everything. <laughs> so, um, again, like, being pulled out of reality of your life for a week and a half or so um, and just not having brain capacity, when I got back, um, it's like those moments of, like, I am having a real shit day. What do I like? All I want to do when I come home is watch TV, to be honest. I just escape into TV land. I can't, I don't have motivation to do anything else. And so I'm like, awesome. I have 1200 things. (laughs) Like our DVR was so crazy full. And so I was like ready to catch up on everything. But I have basically, I've quit the player completely. Okay. But so has everyone else because it's been canceled. (laughs) Um, so, uh, my brother-in-law, Justin works, um, on one of the Sony studios lots and outside his window, there's this huge building size poster of the player. <laughs> and he sent me a photo the other day of the poster being taken down. <laughs> 
I like there's a that. guy on a crane and he, they're taking the poster down and Justin was just like, well, <laughs> like, see ya. Bye, player. <laughs> so that got canceled. Um, I've also completely given up on Blind Spot, uh, Grandfathered, which I liked Grandfathered. I just yeah. don't, I just don't care to catch up on it. I'm uh. way too far behind. Um, Blood and Oil. I've completely quit and they've actually reduced the episodes. Yeah, they cut the episodes. Yeah. So what does that mean? Like, is that, are they still going to try and just see what it, I think they just will see if it catches on. So I, with less episodes. Yeah. I posted a a New York times article, um, and on our Facebook page yesterday, I think where they talked about how this is very new. So it used to be like shows would get canceled after four episodes. Like they didn't get a viewership base. And so they were hacked. They'd give up quickly. Yeah, on very, them. very quickly. And they were canceled and they were yeah, done. And over. Yeah. yeah. Um, now that there's DVRs and on demand and yeah. Hulu and all of these other like delayed mediums, ways that yeah. we watch. So networks are more likely to hold on to shows to see if there's any kind of groundswell to watch them. Oh, interesting. Like halfway through, maybe yeah. it catches on and people start watching. Yeah, because now that there's on demand, people can catch up from the beginning. Whereas, I mean, a few, not even that many years ago, if you didn't start a show when it began, it was done. Yeah. Like you for you, you'd you have to catch up in the middle or nothing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, And so... Yeah, it's just a very new way that okay. things are going on. So that's why they're they cut back episodes to see maybe it'll catch on, but basically the New York Times article was like this is it's just it's a new cancellation. Gonna, like yeah, these shows just delayed. It's basically it just shows the shows that started out with some kind of strong viewership usually will get stronger. Yeah. And then the shows that started out with a very weak viewership more times than not will get weaker okay. as it goes on. Okay. That makes sense. So yeah, like um Again, like Blind Spot, I'm not watching. Grandfathered, I gave up on. Blood and Oil got its episodes cut, and I haven't, I don't care to catch up on that at all. And we, which I think Carolyn announced <laughs> yeah. on our Facebook, or you did, um, The Bastard Executioner was officially canceled. Yep. Just like we had asked for after the first episode. Yes, after the first 20 minutes. <laughs> the first in fact. 20 minutes for me of <laughs> yeah. the episode. I will yeah. say, Caitlin in my office made it through, through episode three. She Whoa. really likes Kurt Sutter. Okay. So she Come on, really wanted, I don't know. Just kidding. She, <laughs> she really wanted to like try it, yeah. but she, even she said I, like I won't I like the keep effort. I mean, I really like Sons of Anarchy. I liked other stuff, but I just couldn't get into that. So, yeah. good riddance. Um, what about you? Well, I was just going to say with Blind Spot, it's oh, the yeah. it's the only show that we know of so far that's been renewed for a second season. That's true. So, did you quit it just because of time and life stuff and yeah. not wanting to catch up or yeah. were you just not that into it i i mean i liked the few episodes that i watched they were engaging and interesting um but yeah then i like i somehow got like five episodes behind and was just like ugh, i yeah. don't care to yeah but that's not to say i won't go back someday and go through it again yeah. when i have time that makes sense so um, so as I announced last time or a couple episodes ago, I quit Limitless. Right. Um, I've seen previews for it and the previews look stupid. So yeah. I, the previews I, am getting a little bit crazy. Yeah. There, there was like a preview with him like dressed up like a pimp and the other man was in drag, which I, I missed that one bothered me. Um, so I'm not sad that I stopped watching it. Yeah. 
And then what else? And then I never started Supergirl. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Fair. I decided I didn't need a new show, even though I started watching a new show, which we'll talk about later. Okay. But um, <laughs> I wasn't that, I don't know. I just didn't care that much. And then the New York Times, not the New York Times, the, and the other um, thing that I listened to way too much, NPR yeah. critic kind of gave it a mediocre rating and said that like supplemental characters were more impactful than Supergirl was. And I'm like, yeah. I don't want to watch a show where like the main character isn't super. Yeah. So I, 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 I don't, I'm not sad. That I was I kind stopped. of excited about that one. Um, and then read a couple really bad reviews, which I normally don't let that sway me too much, but they like truly convinced me. And yeah. so I just never gave it a shot I either. Just I just don't care. What of the new ones? And then we've got a couple old ones that yeah. I want to talk about too. Uh, old ones. <laughs> Let's call them the established shows. <laughs> yes. Not old, but established. established. More. They, they've made their mark. Prestige. Um, but what of the new ones have you kept watching that you're still really liking? So Quantico. Yes. Or Quantico, as we call it in our house. What? Quantico? <laughs> so John watches uh, Quantico uh, with me. Stop it. And the first time he saw it, I was watching it. Um, and he like only caught part of it and was like, this show looks really cool. Um, and so we started watching the second episode together and have watched since then. But he's always like, Quantico. <laughs> he's like, can we watch Quantico tonight? Oh and gosh. so now I was really annoyed by it at the yeah. start. I was like, it's Quantico. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. You're saying it wrong, man. <laughs> and now I call it Quantico. Oh, <laughs> so. Okay. Yeah. I am also, this is the only one where I sometimes don't wait for DVR. Like, oh, really? If I see that it's, I, I actually don't know what night it airs, but I know this. <laughs> but I know that recently there was a night when it aired, <laughs> and I was like, oh, hey, I could watch this right now. Yeah. And so I've watched it like live because I think dedicated. it's so good. <laughs> I just don't like the story is keeping me guessing. Yeah. I, I can't figure it out. I don't know what the twists are going to be. No. Nope. And that rarely happens. And so I'm really appreciating it. Yeah. The only thing that I didn't like for a while and I didn't, I, there's been a few things about it that are a little hokey, but um, for a while there, they were going through every single class member of Quantico and being like, it, it was it this person who did the bomb and it was like every episode it was like another person who was like the quote-unquote suspect like it was shelby and then it was um nima and then it it's been a few people and i'm like okay are we really gonna blame every single person that was in the class at quantico yeah i forgot that they but that that. stopped okay recently okay so they aren't doing that anymore or haven't been i yeah i don't know i like it though we did um there is a funny (laughs) A funny article from Wired, um, and the the headline of this article is just "Nice try, Quantico," but that's not how <laughs> hacking works, which we will link to in the show notes um, because it's just amazing. But in the one of the the latest episode, I think they um, they're trying to like quote unquote scrub an email (laughs) and they're trying like from like a top guy at the FBI and then another woman they're trying to scrub their emails and clear them so that nobody gets in trouble about something that they had done and like a guy's just going on her phone deleting Deleting emails emails. that is not how that works (laughs) 
one. That was ridiculous. <laughs> There's computer. <laughs> no, it's just crazy. Like, and no one calls him out on it. They just like it's totally in the script as a thing that could happen yeah. and be totally fine. Like the the top FBI guy goes, "Do what you do. It needs to be done," and hands his phone the phone over for yeah. him to delete the emails. And it's like, okay, yeah, that's not how that works. Any <laughs> no. of this. The other thing that is my favorite is that. Um, so Alex Parrish, the main character, who's being falsely, we think, falsely yeah. accused. <laughs> we actually, know. we have no idea. Um, the the like dark underground of the web is helping her. <laughs> yeah. And they're like holed up in this house and they have to figure out an exit, exit strategy. And so all of a sudden, a black FBI SUV pulls up in front of the house they're at, <laughs> which is like in front of a quarantined neighborhood or is that right? Not quarantined, <laughs> uh, not quarantined but, but, uh, like, um, blocked off. Like, yeah, they've blocked off this name, yeah. like the six block area yeah. because they know she's within the six blocks. Yes. And the, this FBI vehicle just pulls up in front and they're all like, Oh God, who is that? And like the one guy's like, that's a ride. <laughs> and he's like, all FBI vehicles are connected through the internet to this program. And I'm like, <laughs> It's not a driverless car hooked up to the internet. It's like a GPS and a music sound system hooked up to the internet. No, what they did, they there was a driver. What? There was a driver. Remember when this ruins my whole thing about why I was pissed? I well, didn't see you a driver. Still be pissed, but um, remember, there's a guy that's in FBI garb when they're getting off to that. Yeah, go I to thought the helicopter. they had those in their bag. No, that was a different guy. Son of so they just broke into the car and started it through the Wi-Fi network, which is still bogus. That does still seem <laughs> bogus. But there was a driver. Okay. But I had the same thought because you don't see the driver until they're getting into the helicopter because yeah. he hops out and like opens I the back of the van. I should not be allowed to tell stories as we established <laughs> earlier in this episode. Now my mind is blown that there was a driver the whole time. There was a driver. I've been so upset since Sunday. <laughs> <sighs> have to find and this is of, like my favorite new show and this <laughs> yes. is how upset i've been about it okay that's crazy anything else about quantico <laughs> quantico quantico <laughs> uh i think that's it okay what other new ones are you watching life in pieces oh, it's just so funny <laughs> the most recent episode well actually there's been another one since there's been a thanksgiving episode okay, i have not seen the okay. thanksgiving episode yet okay um but the episode with cheeto <laughs> <laughs> the puppet oh my gosh was- the dad carves a like <laughs> puppet out of wood and it is legit terrifying the most terrifying thing i've ever seen it's so scary <laughs> ter- and he wants to give it to like the four month old like <laughs> newborn <laughs> her mom's like uh n- no oh my no. gosh but then what um what happens? What what turns it around for Cheeto, the wooden puppet? <laughs> Who is, has red hair. Um, so the family starts pranking each other with Cheeto. So leaving Cheeto. So the best, I thought, was the very first one, which was when, um, I'm bad with names, but the, the couple with the baby... Mm-hmm. He, the husband, Colin Hanks. <laughs> Colin Hanks. I don't know his name on the show. <laughs> uh, Colin Hanks leaves Cheeto in the crib under a blanket (laughs) and his wife comes in and was like she's too young for a blanket what are you doing and like pulls the blanket off and there's creepy terrifying cheeto just staring up at her 
There's so many other oh pranks my gosh, that they she do. does flip out. <laughs> yeah. I think I actually I appreciated um at one point they put him in the fridge. <laughs> yeah, of, the, oh, yeah. of like the is it Gary yeah. and um whatever. <laughs> whatever. The other woman with the brown hair and all the kids. They put him in the fridge and like she goes in and flips out and yeah. then like the son goes in and flips out and the middle daughter goes in and flips out. And then the youngest daughter who they've totally pegged as like this weirdo character. Yes. She's kind of amazing. She opens the fridge, goes, Hey Cheeto. <laughs> and then closes the fridge and just like walks away. And I was like, well, that was kind of cute that they like gave her a little bit that was like yeah. consistent with her character. Yeah, I love it. Who, who's your favorite family? on life in pieces um i think it's definitely colin hanks and his wife and then the baby yeah i think so too and they're really um i i don't want to spoil anything but i have watched the the recent thanksgiving episode Uh and it's really really good (laughs) okay um and there's an amazing musical montage with gary and the youngest daughter And they're in a Mexican food market trying to shop for Thanksgiving. <laughs> right. And it's just really, really good. So, awesome. Yeah. Check it out. Um, and then I am still watching Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. And oh, it's, yeah. How is it? It's so good. Is it? It's probably... Um, I don't want to say it's my favorite show in the week because there's other shows like The Walking Dead and Homeland and others that are... But I, when I see it on my DVR, I'm like, ooh. <laughs> well, that's good. That's a good sign. Um, it's just so much fun. And it's yeah. so different from anything is that it, I've seen before. Like still as much singing and yeah. craziness as the first episode. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it's the songs are hilarious. Yeah. And I just think it's fabulous. That's good. Um, what about Scrim Queens? Scrim Queens. <laughs> Scream Queens, which I have no problem uh, saying. I know. <laughs> Um, I am not as in love with it as I used to be. Okay. But I will continue to watch it. Okay. I don't know if I'll watch season two. Okay. But it's an anthology, so it will be different season two. So I might watch it. Okay. I don't know. I'm just not, I don't totally love the characters. Yeah. And the story feels a little, um, I don't know. I'm just, it's fine. Okay. That's how I feel about it. All right. Um, I think. Oh, you've been watching watching Master of None, which is yes. the last new show, and then we'll yes. go to our established shows. Yes. So this is Aziz and Sorry, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Um, and it is fabulous on Netflix, or it's on Netflix. Netflix. Okay. Um, it's so good. What's the premise? It is like a, all I've heard is that it's great, but then I'm like, what's it about? So they're <laughs> sort of standalone episodes. At least they have been up to this point for the most part. There's like a few overarching like storylines a little bit, but okay. you could really sit down and watch any of the episodes that I've seen anyway okay. and not feel. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah. There's recurring characters, of course, but um, yeah. And it is just about being a 20-something, I assume 20-something, like late 20-something. Okay. Um, I'd say they're probably an age from like late 20s to mid 30s. Okay. Because some of them have kids now. So there's like, they're in that age range where like Got some it. people have children and some people don't have children. Okay. Some people are married. Some people aren't married. Okay. So late 20s to mid 30s. Yeah. Okay. Um, And just about life. Yeah. That's um, just good. 
there's a really great episode about parents. Oh, I've um, heard about this one. Which his he cast his own parents in it. Yes. And they are fabulous. His dad is so awesome. They seem so cute. And all I did see in um an interview because his dad so his dad is well a doctor. I forget where they live, but somewhere else. Yeah, North Carolina. North Carolina. And that his dad like took vacation days yes to come work on the show for that episode with his son which is just of course precious and he's always wanted to be an actor so when they were filming parks and rec um alan yang i think i want to make sure okay master of (laughs) the creators oh were they related like did they also have something to do with parks and rec uh yeah i think alan is i think his first name okay um, oh, let's just go to Master of None. This is why we do research before we podcast. Or we don't. Alan Yang, I was right. Good job. <laughs> Way to go. You win nothing. Oh, sorry. What? All right, what's your story about this guy? Um, So Alan Yang, I think, was a writer for Parks and Rec. Okay. And um, Aziz... Did I say that right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good. <laughs> I've yep. said it wrong before, so oh, I just want to make that sure. Sounds right. Aziz. Um, and Aziz's father was on set or like at an award show or something, and would always be like, "So, can you can you write me a character? <laughs> oh can you write me in? What a total dad!" So, like, has always wanted to act. So when um, Aziz was, they were doing um, auditions for the parent role. He knew that it had to work because otherwise, the episode would not. Right. It wouldn't be Like, you can't good. cast him just to cast him. He'd yeah. have to be good at doing it. But, like, everyone that they were auditioning just wasn't right and didn't yeah. fit the role. And he was like, hmm. So they brought him in. They Aww. brought them in for an interview. His yeah. mom had to be coerced a little bit more. She was okay. not as, like... Excited. Yeah. To, yeah. <laughs> be in front of the screen. But oh, my gosh. Yeah. So it's... I love it. I think it's cool. really good. Yeah. I haven't finished it yet, but... Okay. We'll start it eventually. Yeah. It's good. Um, all right. I have a couple, um, of our established shows that I want to talk about and then maybe we could get into some Thanksgiving stories. Let's do it. Okay. I zombie. I'm going to be honest here. This is really, it was really hard for me to talk about. I know. I've caught up. This was something I binged like maybe last Saturday and I went through like five or six episodes. (laughs) Um, it felt like a chore. Yeah. Like I, I was halfway through this like binge of catching up and I was just like, I feel like I'm only doing this because I have quit so many other things (laughs) that at some point I need to just watch this. (laughs) And so I don't really, I don't know. Have you been watching it or not? I I have. I find myself doing other things while I'm watching it. So I'm on my phone. Yeah. I'm like on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. Just multitasking doing other stuff. I have really enjoyed the new storyline between Major and Liv. The fact yeah. that they're kind of romantic now. Yeah. But I don't... I just... It's it's all the same. Yeah. And there's not enough of that story arc of, like, Blaine and... um, What's it called? The 
the energy drink that turns people to zombies. Oh, uh, Max Rager. Max Rager. Yeah. Like, there's not enough of that overarching storyline in each episode to really keep my attention. Because that's yeah. what I'm interested in. That's what was really interesting of the first season. Yeah. But now it just feels like, okay, she eats someone's brain. She becomes that person. That's And then it's cool. a mystery. And then, and then yeah. Then, then it's a regular it. procedural. Yeah. I mean, the thing that I do like is seeing Liv become the other people yeah like her getting to play all of these other types of people has to be really fun like it looks fun for her um and so that's like the only element that i still really enjoy is just seeing what character she will play yeah you don't like live in major uh i don't really care care. yeah yeah i just don't really care yeah i don't know i I mean i'll keep watching yeah Maybe it's, like, my mindset right now because, like, they keep having these, like, missed communication or they're fighting or they're not talking is, like, where I have been at in this. Because they had, like, a really sweet episode where they're sweet to each other and then it goes back in the other direction. Yeah. And I'm just like, no one has time for this miscommunication. If you love (laughs) each other, just tell them. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I just can't process being so stupid. Yeah. So. Are you caught up? I think I think there may be one now, okay, or two that oh, maybe yeah, I'm that not this week or something. Yeah. yeah, okay. I like watched a good chunk of them, but I think there are more for me. Yeah. Um, okay, so that was the that was one. Um, I think I just really quickly want to talk about Veep. Yes. Um. So we learned whatever that last was at the Emmys that we watched, and they like won all of these things. This legit. This show is amazing. <laughs> um, I was having a really terrible night earlier this week. Maybe that was last night. Maybe it was the night before. It's hard to say. And I was like, I'm out of all of the good shows that I care about. I'm caught up with everything. Like, what should yeah. I watch just to sit here and kind of veg? And so I was like, I'll check out Veep. It's supposed to be hilarious. Like, I this is how ridiculous it got. I watched maybe four episodes. They're 30-minute episodes. I was laughing so hard that I was crying, which then led me to actual crying. And then I was like, oh, time for another episode. Like, restart the cycle. But it is just like the mockery that they make of the political process and the relationships and like things that I don't, I don't know. It's just really good. So I'm really enjoying that as awesome. like a comedy to catch up on because there's cool. like four seasons all yeah. on HBO. Well, catching up on late season yeah, series is, uh, can be done. It can be, Polly. Do you want to tell us about that? I caught up on The Walking Dead. <laughs> Completely. <laughs> Completely. You are I'm now watched, up to date. <laughs> I watch new episodes. When they're on. Yes. I mean, relatively yes. soon. That's just great. Like, I'm just so proud of you. (laughs) I'm so proud. Can we, can we talk about it for a second? We could talk about it for several seconds. Awesome. Um, what was your favorite season? I am not prepared for that question. (laughs) (laughs) Um, that's a really great question though. I don't know. I think I actually, I really enjoyed season two um and season three mostly like i liked the stuff at herschel's farm i liked the prison i loved the prison um until the flu but that was season four okay i hate the governor 
Like when I talk about going through when I watch it from the beginning and rewatch it, which has happened several times, (laughs) I actually skip most of the episodes with the governor. Yeah. Like if they're in the um, what's it called? The town. Oh, Mapleton Uh, or no Woodbury Woodbury. Like when they're inside Woodbury, don't give a shit. I skip those episodes. Yeah. Um, and like when he attacks, I can't watch those either. No. Um, so I really don't like those. And then, I mean, the season, is it season five? What are we in now? We're in six now. So when they're all separated and searching Ugh, for God, each other, awful. like it's, it's really, really hard. Ugh. And I like it. Like I liked the struggle of that and I liked getting, time with individual people yeah but it was really hard to have them all separate do you have a favorite since you they've all been so close together for you i think season three is my favorite yeah the prison i feel like that's where they were the safest um and they really got a system down and they had crops and they had pigs until there was a flu um they you know i i just really liked that structure that they had and it felt it felt normal the way normal should be in this world yeah like they had established something that could have lasted though we know it didn't yeah um whereas with alexandria with our current season and a Mm -hmm. little bit of the fifth season like that that type of normal like doesn't feel right yeah it doesn't mm-hmm. feel okay in the world that they exist in now yeah and clearly like they were so ill-equipped to deal with anything yeah and i mean surprisingly well, i'll see how you feel about carl now but carl is the one in both situations that knew something was wrong yeah it it showed up a little bit in the prison but i think more so in alexandria where he was like these people are soft we're not safe here. We can't let our guard down. Yeah. And he kept reminding the group of that. And yeah. like, that was something that Whatever. you're sitting there thinking the whole time too. Yeah. Carl's you're just mad stupid. that Carl said it. Oh, you still hate him. <laughs> I hate Carl. I had a kind of turn. Like I turned around and I'm, <sighs> I'm okay with him. Yeah. I he's, think he's he hasn't better really than been in season six thus far. So yeah, I'm okay with that. True. It's kind of like he's dead because he's not really around. <laughs> But he is around. Um, who else are your, like, what, what, like, death hit you the most? Or what characters do you really care about still? Um, so Herschel dying. Yeah. Which I knew Herschel was going to die, but I had no idea when he was going to die. I had okay. a spoiler had happened that said Herschel oh, had yeah. died, was on some list. And I'm like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> sure. Um, I mean, you did watch it six years after it started. So. <laughs> yeah. Spoilers were bound to yeah, happen. Yeah, so I wasn't angry at anybody. Um, but I had no idea when he was going to die. Sure. So, like, in the prison, when he got bit in the leg, like, I was You're like, like it's coming. <laughs> um, I mean, there were so many times that he could have died, and then it was so horrible the way that he did die. Yeah. Um, so Herschel's death really affected me. Um, Beth's death, interestingly yep. enough, was because she wasn't as prominent of a character until that season when they yeah. were all separated and yep. we got to know her and you got Daryl time better. To, yeah. Um, but that, I was really upset when Beth that died. That was really bad. It was really upset. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and now who am I attached to? I'm really attached to Daryl. Yep. Um, I'm attached to Rick, but that's because he's Rick. 
Like yeah, it's not he's the leader. He's the yeah. Kind it's of not like an emotional bond that I have with him. It's just the fact that without him, none of them will survive. Yeah. Um. I'm attached to Glenn. Yeah, because he's still alive. Yeah, he has not died. People, I, I agree. am here to tell you, Glenn I, is alive. I agree. I don't know for how long. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I agree. I do think he's still alive. I think that was him on the walkie, I and think I think so they're going to go get him. I think they're going to save him. I just don't. I mean, okay. So I don't know how, because this is what happened with Beth. Everyone thought she was dead. Yep. They found out she was alive. 20 minutes later, they went to get her. And then she died. It was awful. They were there, and then she died in that process Ugh. of like them like rescuing her. And I don't think that they could do that again. No. So if it is Glenn on the walkie, if they go to get him, they have to get him. Yeah. Like, I think my concern is that maybe someone else in that group that is going to get him will die. Yeah. Because those are all major characters. Maggie dies. I don't think she would. I don't think they would kill off Maggie. Okay. Um... Because that so, would be a twist, like that would be a he, twist that he that Glenn survives, but Maggie, Maggie dies. I hadn't actually thought about it until just now. I hadn't, and either. I just don't think it would work. I don't know, but the people that could like potentially rescue Glenn are Daryl, Abraham, and Sasha. Yeah, those are all very main characters. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think the so the. I had told you that the the third compendium, so mm-hmm. they put all of the comics into these compendiums, and that's how I've been reading them. Mm-hmm. And so the third one came out, which um, loosely takes place kind of midway through Alexandria being safe. Okay. And so I've been reading that, and it, like, the story has veered kind of dramatically from the comics, okay. but then they always come back. Like, oh. it's like... The comics is a straight line. Yeah. <laughs> and then the show just like weaves back and forth like a shoelace or something as I'm like trying to picture this. Um, so my concern is that it's going to start to come back to what's happening in the comics. Oh, no. And it's like terrible and terrifying. And, and I'm like, no, I don't want the show to do this at all. Oh. So we'll see. But in the comics, Maggie is alive. Okay. So maybe they won't have thought about that and they'll like, she'll she, still be alive because no one thought to kill her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um. Yeah. What else? Yeah. I just. I think that. I mean, those are all season one people that you're attached to. Pretty much. Yeah. I like Maggie too. Yeah. She's season, season two. two. Um. The other, like Abraham and Sasha, I'm attached to, but not as like their deaths wouldn't. It, like I wasn't that impacted by Bob dying. Yeah. I was sad. I was like, oh, that's sad. I liked Bob, but yeah. I wasn't. It moved the storyline. Yeah. I mean. Um, but yeah, yeah, I don't have a huge attach. I have no attachment to any of the Alexandria people at all. Zero. Nope. Even Deanna, I'm not that attached to. Do not care. Nope. She can die. That'd be (laughs) fine. Yeah. Um, The only one that I like a lot and I'm forgetting his name. He was the one that recruited Rick's people. Oh, Aaron. Aaron. I I like Aaron. I do really like Aaron. But I still don't know if I'd be that sad if he died, but I don't know. Maybe he would. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, what was I going to say? You know who I don't like from season one? Who? Carol. That is interesting. I don't care for Carol. Actually, so wait, has that carried through the entire time for you? 
It started when she got a little insane in season three with the prison. When okay, she was, when like, she was teaching, teaching the kids. kids. Interesting. And, like, when she, like, yelled at the girls for not ki- stabbing their father in the head and they're, like, 10 years old yeah. at the prison. When she started to kind of, like, like just become that, like, hard, hard woman, yeah. it stops. I didn't really have an That's opinion so about her but before, yeah. before that. And then, like, even, I think it was in season five when they were all separated yeah and they did part of carol's story i was like ugh, (laughs) (laughs) i don't really care oh my gosh um that's interesting i four whenever she was exiled from um i think she's exiled at the end of four maybe because then she comes back in five and the prison because she killed because after the after the the prison collapses yeah. She comes back yeah. and she finds because um, they were all going to terminus. Yeah, is that his name? Yeah, Tyrese. Tyrese and the girls. Um, I have kind of like a completely different view of of Carol. Oh, really? I've I'm a little bit concerned about like she hasn't been in season six very much. No, and when she has, it hasn't been like that strong of pieces of the story. Yeah. Um. But I think, like, her character arc has been the strongest in terms of, like, the growth that she's had. That's fair. And she's always she's always been one of the strongest ones. It's just that people weren't noticing. Yeah. Um, so I do really like her. I just wish that she starts to have a bigger role yeah. again. So we'll see. Yeah. I don't, I don't want her to die like Carl. Yeah. Um. <laughs> well, you're terrible. <laughs> Oh my gosh, poor Carl. <laughs> Whatever. It's just like a teenage kid. Ugh. Oh my goodness. So I don't want her to die, but I I don't care that much for her. Yeah, I found her like the main too much. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh, I will tell you who my favorite character was, who only made an appearance in one episode. Who was that? Tabitha, the goat. The goat. Oh my god. The. Go- <laughs> I should have known this. I'm going to, I will find it and put it in the show notes. But she was in this really long Morgan episode recently. Yes. So there was a long episode about Morgan who I like a lot. I would be very upset if Morgan died. Yeah. Also technically a season one character. True. Um, And he found this like, like cabin in the woods. um, And I forget the guy's name. Um, so here's the thing about that Morgan episode while you look up the guy's name. I think by itself, it was a great episode. Yeah. The entire, like, hour that it was on, all I wanted to know was what happened to Glenn. Yeah. That's Do not fair. give me this BS about an entire Morgan episode where they go into the past and they go into the present and they go in the past. Don't care. Tell me where Glenn is. <laughs> yeah. We still don't know where Glenn I, is. I know. And then there's been an entire episode after the Morgan one. Yeah. Two. So, it's been three episodes. Two. Oh, you're right. It's, it was Glenn didn't actually die, but people think he died. Then the Morgan episode. Then the kind of filler episode that just kind of put pieces into place. Oh, yeah. Like got everyone at the next place that yeah, they needed to be. Which was a stupid episode, but whatever. You have to do that sometimes. I was telling Shelby, I was like, this episode sucks. Nothing really happened. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then I said, I was like, previous in previous seasons when that happened, it didn't matter because I immediately had another episode yeah. to fulfill yes. my need for more. When you're Walking not Dead. able to binge, it does. It 
it makes it a little harder. Um, so I, what I'm going to put in the, so this man who I did not find his name because I was finding okay. something else, but he had a goat. Yes. And Tabitha. Tabitha. And, um, I knew that Tabitha was going to die as soon as I saw her. Okay. Makes sense. Um, but I fell in love with her. <laughs> You're such a nerd. And BuzzFeed put oh my, my, my feet, my feelings um, out there and it, the yes. the title of the article is for everyone personally devastated about Tabitha the goat <laughs> and it goes on to talk about Tabitha and the first picture is her in heaven and rest in peace Tabitha season 6 episode 4 to season 6 episode 4 oh my gosh it can happen so quickly we weren't ready for it life can be so cruel 9.56pm Tabitha is my favorite character on The Walking Dead <laughs> 10.07 and now she's dead <laughs> It's The Walking Dead, y'all. Tabitha was awesome. I'm going to put this in the show notes. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Tabitha the goat. Well, again, I'm really proud of you for catching up. (laughs) That was the most valiant effort of binge watching that I have seen in a long, long time. I think far better than my true blood binging. So I'm really... I'm I'm proud of myself. I'm really proud of you. (laughs) I don't know if these are the types of things that I should be... No, probably not, but proud of, but that's why we don't ask anyone else. We only ask each other if it's okay. (laughs) Yeah. We don't need. Yeah. Oh man. What what else do we have? uh, Thanksgiving is the week of release for likely story episode 21, 21. (laughs) whatever episode this is 21. Um, I love Thanksgiving. I like Thanksgiving too. It's one of my favorites. It used to be my favorite holiday. Now what's your favorite? Um, I don't know if I have a favorite right now. Okay, it just used to be. It, yeah. Okay. Because my whole family used to get together. Like yeah. everyone. There's 17 cousins. Yeah. That's fun and everyone would get together. Yeah. It was like That's huge, hard as adults. Yeah. Um, cool. What are you doing this year? We are staying in Colorado and spending it at the Kides. Yes. Yes. Will you be making anything? Well, here's the thing. Oh, okay. I don't think she listens to our podcast, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, oh, you know, I'm gonna lay down some this things. It's gonna here. be the first mother-in-law fight that is gonna happen because she's gonna listen to this. No mother-in-law is involved, oh, except okay. that she brought this woman in. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's getting weird. I was on a group text from my lovely mother-in-law, Holly. She's great. It said. Hi, everyone. Thanksgiving at our house. Turkey emoji. Turkey emoji. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. We're cooking the bird. And then someone whose number I did not have in my phone was Uh like, I'll bake. Oh, boy. Excuse me? Oh, that's Polly's territory. I bake. (laughs) And I just got a lot of toys for a wedding, so I like to bake quite a lot. Yeah. And then I said, how many pies is too many pies? Yeah. And Holly said that we could each make a pie. But what do, I don't know what she's going to make. I mean, here is an option. I'm just going to lay this out here for you. We're traveling this year, which I'll get okay. to in a moment. But that means when we get home, we won't have leftovers. Oh. So if you want to bake us a pie, <laughs> feel free. All right. <laughs> Maybe I'll make a couple and I'll leave some for you. And then you can decide. Yeah. You could like leave them in the car. And you could go in and see what see? this other woman brought oh, that's a good idea. and then go back to your car where you'll secretly have 10 other pies <laughs> stashed away and you can pick and choose which ones to take I inside. That's a great idea. It's totally not crazy at all. Nope. 
<laughs> totally rational. Um, okay. Do you have a favorite, like, component of Thanksgiving? Well, yes, and I'm making a lot of things other than pie. Oh, okay. Too. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, what that's else fine. are you making? Um, I am making. My mother says I have to. I have never had it before, but it's apparently a tradition, and she says I would like it. But creamed onions. It's like little pearl onions with like in a cream it's sauce. It's hard to describe what my face looks like right now <laughs> on an audio podcast, but I am a little bit disgusted. No offense, Polly's mom. I haven't had them. John loves them. That seems weird. I've never heard of this. I don't know. And then corn casserole because I'm a good Midwesterner. Yep. And then what else? Pie. Yep. Which I haven't undetermined what I'm making. Sure. And I think there's more that I'm forgetting. <laughs> Okay, well, you'll figure it out. Yeah. It's, or not. It's not that far away. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Um, so that's what we're doing. Okay. And then we're going over to a friend's house to play games and eat dessert. Nice. Yes. That'll be lovely. Mm-hmm. We were planning on doing something similar, um, but we have dramatically changed plans. <laughs> um, and we're going to go to San Diego now um, to be with Mike's brothers, and his mom is going to come down. It's going to be lovely. Um, but, uh, we went to San Diego for Thanksgiving a couple years ago and my sister-in-law Tracy and I had, it's not a fight because we don't fight. We love each other very much, (laughs) but like this hilarious exchange of like, what is a traditional Thanksgiving? And like, for me, like, um, one year we stayed here and we thought that it was just going to be Mike and I. And I made the same amount of food yeah. that I would have made if we had had 10 people over. Yep. And luckily, his one brother and um, sister-in-law did decide at the last minute to drive up to our house so they could partake in all of that food. But, like, I have a very specific vision of what Thanksgiving dinner is. Okay. And so, like, even when we go to friends' houses on Thanksgiving Day, uh-huh. I make a separate meal on Friday that is exactly how I want it to be. <laughs> So uh, we went to San Diego a couple years ago and had this hilarious thing where she makes stovetop stuffing. No. Which I actually... Now... No. I'm going to come to her defense. It is really delicious. (laughs) Yeah, but it's not right. But it's different than how I make it. And so we had this hilarious thing. um, But then her thing that is weird... uh, Well, that she thinks is weird of me is that she makes like really... She made like a really delicious homemade cranberry sauce. Uh Uh-huh. And what I want is for someone to open the can (laughs) of the like gelled cranberry sauce. My uncle. This is what my dad and I love. You open the can, you dump the can upside down, and you just leave it. (laughs) And then you can slice sideways and put those slices on anything, and it's so good. And that's my favorite. So my wonderful, loving sister-in-law sent me a text the other day that had a picture of the stovetop stuffing box but next to it was the jellied cranberry <laughs> sauce in a can. That's awesome. And she said, this is going to be a great year. We'll call it a compromise. <laughs> um, so I think that's, but like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't decided if we're still going to make something when we come home so that we can enjoy the week of extravagant leftovers or not. Yeah. But I just love all of the foods in a very Midwestern style. Yes. (laughs) So a few years ago, um, my colleague, um, former colleague Denise and I um, were talking about what is a necessity at Thanksgiving. Yeah. And one of the things we were both like corn. 
Like you have to have corn mm-hmm. in some in some component. It can be in just some corn. Way. It could be corn casserole. It could be cream corn. It had yeah. just corn has to be involved. Yeah, and everyone around us looked at us like we were crazy. I think that's fair. Um, later, we went out to the bars and we continued polling everybody. <laughs> it's a formal poll. Yeah, margin of error at three yeah. percent. Yeah, more like twenty five. <laughs> um, <laughs> We have discovered that it is a Midwestern thing. Oh, I'm sure. So people that are Denver people are like, why? No, like corn's like maybe a decoration on the table, but it's not a food that you eat. Also could be a Southern thing. So our friend Meredith makes, and it might be similar to, I don't know what your corn casserole is, but she makes um, a corn and cornbread like souffle. It's probably almost the exact same thing. That is like a like with the jiffy cornbread mix yep. and yeah um and we had i hadn't had it that way before but that's now how we make it yeah <laughs> and we make it for christmas too actually because it's really good yeah i love corn casserole uh, or green bean casserole i'm not as crazy about see green that's bean the casserole. one that we love and mike really loves it mm-hmm. um and i don't think it's as it's big fine. as it like was when I'll i felt like put when some it was of a it kid. on my plate but yeah i'm saving room for more stuffing that was stuffed in the bird yeah well, yes, but then you also have to make extra because well, yeah. it can't all fit in the bird and you want a lot. Yeah. <laughs> True. I saw a really uh, depressed... Oh, Carolyn posted it. A really depressing oh God, image yes. of what 200 calories of each thing is. Not what a... Uh, it was stupid. The headline... Yes. Thank you, Carolyn, for clarifying this too. And I think one of your friends that posted um, helped because the headline of this article was like, was confusing. what, what yes. 200 calories of Thanksgiving dinner looks like. And then it's this plate full of everything. And <laughs> yeah. I'm like, sweet. <laughs> I'm like, I'm doing a lot better than I thought. <laughs> I'm not having that 1400 calorie meal yeah. that people say I am totally fine. Look, that's a, that's the portion. But it was like, yeah, each, what each thing, thing. would be. Oh my gosh. I'm going to need to take workout clothes to San Diego. It's just one day. Or not, and just eat a lot. Or you can work out, too. so good. I'm going to spin class tomorrow. Nice. feel sorry for my behind now. Yeah. Well, you can work off some calories and then eat Thanksgiving later in the week. Yes. Oh, my gosh. That's the goal. Um, Cool. Very cool. Well, that's all I got. I hope everyone has a good Thanksgiving related to Thanksgiving. That's all I have. Yeah. I have one more thing. Before we close. Yes. That was in the rumors. It's not rumors anymore. It's It's not rumors. It's what we do at the end of the show. Oh, yes. It's what we do at the end (laughs) of the show. Miscellaneous weird stuff. Um, So sitting in my inbox for a very long time, I would say now about three, three and a half weeks, um, my sister who lives in Indiana um, sent me photos confirming what we had talked about related to The Bachelor. The Bachelor. So they basically created an event in (laughs) Warsaw, Indiana, because nothing was going on. So the Bachelor of the TV show created this, like, nighttime carnival so that, like, everyone in town could come. And here's what it was confusing to me. All right. He had three dates. Whoa. So this wasn't B-roll. No. This wasn't anything. They're this filming. This was filming of three hometown dates. Whoa. And so I have a bunch of photos. Wait, hometown dates? Do you think they're hometown dates or do you think they're like, let's go to my hometown? Because remember um, that, um, oh, I'm forgetting his name. 
they uh, did, Chris. They, they did, did hometown dates, but they weren't like the hometown dates. They just were. Yeah. They, they like happened went to, to visit be, early. Yeah. I mean, who knows? I think it's interesting that he had three there. Weren't they all blondes? Yeah. So that's what was funny. So my sister, some of her friends went to the stuff, like went uh-huh. to the carnival and sent photos. And so I have photos that we can share on Facebook that have just been waiting to be shared for a while. And then some of the businesses around Warsaw. And I'm like, why isn't this getting picked up by like tabloids and rumor mills? Like yeah. all of these, this small town, cause no one pays attention to the small town in Indiana. Um, but it was basically three different girls with long blonde hair that were indistinguishable from each other. <laughs> so it could theoretically have been one, one day <laughs> who just changed clothes a lot. Oh, there you go. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that I still just don't understand. We'll have to see once it airs, but yeah. I'll post some of the photos. Okay. That so sounds good. They do. They go a little bit overboard with the small town Midwest and they have like a super old Chevy pickup that like he took her on the date in and i'm like please stop it that's ridiculous yeah that was a little over the top yeah but who's surprised no one no one um all right cool should we let's wrap her up wrap it up um all right well it's episode 21 we're done Um, uh, as always, we love feedback, so you can tweet, uh, using the likely story hashtag, which is surprise, surprise, hashtag likely story. Whoa. Um, or Shelby at Shelby Elizabeth or Polly at Polly Ann K. Uh, make sure to join the community on Facebook, respond to our episode, ask questions, make suggestions for future episodes. We're at facebook.com slash likely stories show. Um, also, support us directly on Patreon at patreon.com slash sunrise robot. Oh, and um, what is it? Our show notes are sunriserobot.net slash likely story slash 21. Boom. Um, and a special thanks, as always and forever, to Bruce Edwards, who has been a Patreon Gold Star sponsor. And the cheerleader for all of our dreams starting this network. Um, We also have a brand new Patreon sponsor, uh, Benji Robinson. So major shout out to Benji. We know you're sponsoring because Likely Story is your favorite show, right? Oh, yeah. You're so cool, Benji. Benji, you love us. Thanks. Thanks, Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.